welcome back to another episode of Teachable Life Moments with Keeler. I am back and we are resuming part two of making bricks without straw. In the first um, part of today's topic, we talked about making bricks without straw and how the children of Israel were uh, tasked with making bricks without straw. We talked about the importance of straw and how it is one of the main ingredients because otherwise the bricks will break and crumble easily and that the straw gives the bricks stability. Um, Right before we ended with part one of this episode, I was talking about how when the children of Israel were told to go therefore now and to work and that there will be no straw given to them and yet they will still be required to produce the number of bricks that was required for that day because they had a brick quota and if we you know if any of us are dealing with a situation where we need something and you know you're already in slavery and then there's somebody's going to try to make your job or your task even harder that can be very discouraging and a lot of times when we hear people telling us what uh, they're going to do and how it's not going to work basically in our favor we could become very very discouraged but I was sharing in part one of this episode that we need to flip that when we're hearing words of uh, negative judgment or words or statements that are telling us how it's basically not going to work out in our favor or whatever flip that because really that is a prophetic indication that yes you can achieve it whatever this situation is it looks impossible it is possible but you're going to have to invoke supernatural law supernatural backup, supernatural forces, and you will be able to do it. You will be able to make these bricks without straw because with God, all things are possible. So don't get discouraged when you're hearing people threatening, kind of like Jezebel was doing in the Bible. Just She was just threatening and people was like melting and just, oh, having a meltdown at her words. So we're not going to do that. We're going to basically those words are telling us what God is about to do for us and how he's about to help us. But just like the children of Israel dealing with slavery, not being like they got to make these bricks and and Pharaoh don't want to let them go. They in slavery, you know, have you ever felt, you know, like this or are you currently being confronted with a situation similar to them just feeling like you're trapped and in slavery with whatever that bill is or that job or um, your health and you just it just looks like it's not going to happen. The doctor is giving you a negative report and, uh, you know, basically they're telling you what God can do for you when they're telling you what's not going to happen. But you've got to know, know how to step into that supernatural law, that spiritual law. And how do we do that? We do that with using our words. We do that with faith acts. Um, meditation we got a vision, see things, you know, in uh, Joshua, he said, meditate on the word day and night. And we know that faith without works is dead. And we know that life and death is in the power of the tongue. We are overcome by our words. And we know that even when uh, God was talking to Abraham, he told him, whatever you see, and we have to see what our not just seeing what our natural eye, we have to see what our inner eye and our inner eye is much deeper our inner eye is able to step and tap into another realm and see the possibility to see the supernatural coming in and moving things around that look like they are impossible we tap into the spiritual law by sowing 
And then finally, we do that by having a purified heart, because a lot of times when our heart is not right, that is one of the things that can hold up progress and keep us in slavery and and cause us to be held up instead of moving forward and coming out of whatever that bondage is, the bondage of destructive thinking, negative thinking, having pride and fear and resentment and ill will toward people and jealousy. And, you know, we want to come out of the bondage of debt. Uh, health issues and whatever else you are dealing with during this COVID-19 season. And if we can stay focused and remember these things, we will come out of bondage just like the children of Israel did. We can no longer let our doubts and fear keep us in slavery. We cannot. We know that we've got to speak the word. We've got to say the word. Um, I had a quote that, um, I came across that I shared on my Teachable Life Moments page because I found it to be such a thought-provoking quote. And it says, words are bodies or forces which move spirally and return in due season to cross lives of their creators. And so, in other words, the things that we speak are going to come back and meet us. And that's whether you're speaking good words or bad words, uh, words of life, words of deliverance, words of victory, then that's what's going to come back and cross my path and meet me. But if I'm speaking words of negative, you know, negative words, words of defeat, words of lack, words of struggle, words of doubt, words of hopelessness, then that's what's going to come back to meet me. So we've got to watch those words. We've got to remember to um, take control of that reasoning mind. You know, the reasoning mind is in conflict with the supernatural mind that we need in order to tap into spiritual law. If you have a reasoning mind or you're trying to use intellect, you are going to struggle real badly or you're not going to have victory because your reasoning mind and intellect is basically one of those things that keep us in bondage and we cause ourselves to have a pharaoh consciousness because we're basically saying nope i'm not coming out nope it's not gonna let me go and that's basically what pharaoh is doing we're saying it can't be done i'm not gonna let the people go this is impossible And so you have got to manage the reasoning mind because the reasoning mind will keep you in bondage and keep you in Egypt and and prevent you from getting to the promised land. Um, So we know that tapping into, as I said before, the spiritual law, activating spiritual law, you have got to watch your words. And I know sometimes this is easier said than done, especially when you're in pain and when you're, you have so much negativity, negative reports and negative circumstances and negative evidence in front of you. And I, you have to fight through that. You have, may have a bill in front of you, or you may have a doctor's report in front of you, or you may have, um, you may have a career situation in front of you. And, and I mean, it just looked like it's just hopeless. You have got to activate words. You could say unexpected doors fly open. Unexpected channels are free 
and endless avalanches of abundance are poured out upon me uh, and keep saying it like the woman with the issue of blood she just kept repeating it repeating it repeating it you know why she had to keep repeating it and repeating it because the thought kept the negative thought kept trying to overtake her but she kept repeating it until that thing became alive in her you have to wrestle with that thing because you cannot allow yourself to be defeated and left behind in Egypt. When you possess the wherewithal to come out and to build your bricks and to make your bricks without straw, whatever it is that you've been called to do. And we've got to see what our inner eyes I say. Think of the joy. You've got to see yourself with that joy. You've got to see yourself living in security and health and happiness and abundance um, and living basically in a life without limitation. And, you know, so many times it's so easy to just lean and go along with the limit, the thoughts of limitation, the thoughts of defeat, the thoughts of basically uh, agreeing with the circumstances of the carnal realm. And we cannot... <laughs> be fooled and tricked by this carnal realm it is lying to us and you know at some point we've been in this game long enough we've got to realize that we are not living up to the potential of a spiritual law and and taking advantage of uh spiritual backup and assistance and it's time for us to elevate and graduate to a PhD level in utilizing and operating and flowing in spiritual law. Um, now, it's no doubt that most people, you know, if you're in any type of bondage or feeling like you're stuck, you are looking forward to being free from whatever your Egypt situation is. It could be lack or just oppression. You want to be free from just the negative thinking because you know what? Your negative thinking is what's holding you back from that better job. You know, because you don't see it. You you want it, but you don't really see it. You don't really feel it, you know, in your soul that you already have it. Like the Bible tells us to believe. And as a result, you keep getting what you do see. You keep getting what you keep preparing for. You like It's like you saying you want one thing, but then you prepare for the opposite. We've got to watch our behaviors because we are creatures of habit. And if we don't pay attention to what we're doing and saying, we will still be in Egypt when we don't have to be. Um, it's time for us to be delivered out of slavery, delivered from Egypt, delivered from the being a slave of doubt, delivered from being a slave of being afraid all the time, being delivered from just being apprehensive about stepping out and making a move and letting God use us at the at the capacity that he wants to use us because we're worried about what other people think because that could be a, a slavery just worrying about what people think and it'll keep you in bondage because you won't operate at your peak performance of the way that God has wired you and gifted you talent wise and so we've got to come out let us be delivered get that mind right We've got to control the thought. Thought can be a great oppressor. Negative thought, wrong thoughts can be a great oppressor. And this week, I want you to monitor seriously your thought process, your thought life. Because your thoughts produce your reality. 
And I can, we can all tell what everybody is thinking by what you have produced in your reality. We can tell what you are thinking by whatever struggle. Now, I know there's always an exception, but for the most part, our thoughts is what produce what's in the reality. And a, a negative thought, a defeated thought is a great oppressor. Your mind, some people's minds are their greatest oppressor. The mind, that's why we have to take control of the mind, renew the mind. We get renewed and transformed through the mind. Um, in in, in delving deeper about the mind to give you a visual picture of just how, um, terrible it could be to have the wrong thought process because you could just be saying, Oh, I'm a believer. And I've been in this thing for 20 something years, but your thought process is needs deliverance. (laughs) You don't backslid in the mind you know type of situation and it's just oh my goodness like really we need to put that mind on the altar um so let me give you a demo a a visual demonstration of how we need to get control of the great oppressor which is having a terrible negative demonic thought life um so in logging camps Usually in the spring, you know, they send like logs down the river and they send like a bunch of them down the river. And in the process of sending all these logs down the river, as you can imagine, some of them are going to get crossed up. And when those logs get crossed up, it can cause a jam. And when it causes a jam, everything comes to a standstill. Nothing's really happening. And, uh, and as a result, um, the work, it can't get done until they find out which one of those logs is causing the jam. So the loggers have to go out there and find out which one of the logs is causing the jam. And when they find the one that's causing the jam, they call that log the kingpin. And then once they find the kingpin, they straighten it. And then the rest of the logs begin to flow back down the river again. So my question to you, what is your king pen? What is that thing in your life that's holding up and jamming up your logs and preventing you from coming out of slavery, preventing you from coming out of Egypt, preventing you from being able to tap into spiritual law and preventing you from basically dominating your reality by using spiritual law. What is your kingpin? Because you need to identify it so you can go and straighten it out because it's causing a jam. It's preventing progress. It's preventing you from moving forward. It's preventing you from living the abundant life here on earth instead of waiting until you get to heaven to really experience abundance on earth. What is your kingpin? Could it be resentment that's holding you back? Um, you know, because a lot of times we can have resentment, we can have jealousy, we can have some hateration going on, we can have some envy going on, or, or that thing where we put people down, crit- criticizing people, belittling people, or we have basically jealous in our heart, or we joking, making a sarcastic remark about people, and, you know, try to make it seem like we're playing and joking, but really you telling the truth about how you really feel. 
or we're being hateful to people or self-righteous to people or judgmental about people. Do you know that stuff will hold you up and create a jam and keep you in bondage? And then 10, 5, 10 years pass and you are still in the same place dealing with the same problem, talking about the same thing. What is your kingpin? Because you must identify because it's going to prevent you from really having that success that's awaiting you, living in happiness, and it's preventing you from uh, experience, uh, experiencing abundance. Um, and if we don't figure that out, we're going to stay in Egypt. We're not going to be able, we're going to be out here in <laughs> Egypt still trying to go and get our straw and trying to make these bricks and trying to, you know, uh, meet this brick quota when God has a better way. He's going to anoint us, send supernatural enforcements to show us how to get the job done with our limited resources, with limited support. Okay, that's how we're going to survive and thrive and overcome and come out with a victory in COVID-19, we are switching it up. We're tapping into another realm. And maybe that's part of some of the benefit of COVID-19 is it's uh, provoking us to a higher level. It's provoking us to have to tap into the, the basically the unknown or the spiritual realm because the resources right now are so limited everywhere to do certain things. And so it's provoking us. We don't have a choice. We've got to tap into a whole nother something because uh, otherwise we're going to stay up in Egypt. And uh, I don't know about you, it's time to come out. Uh, many of us thought we were out of Egypt until COVID came and we realized, well, we had all kind of bondages <laughs> that we're dealing with or that was lying dormant and we didn't know that they were there. But we've got to find the kingpin. And then we will see God show us how to make bricks without straw. And we will see that we didn't have to have what we thought we had to have, that there was a whole nother resource and supply that we did not know of. So go ye therefore now and work for there shall no straw be given you yet. You know what? You're going to make those bricks without straw, whatever it is that you're dealing with, you're going to come out all right. But you know why? Because you're going to utilize the principles that I just shared with you, you're going to tap into spiritual law and operate from a whole nother plane and dimension. All right, that's my time. This is Keeler Bryson, and you have been listening to the Teachable Life Moments podcast with Keeler. Um, I hope something that was said in either episode one or episode two of today's topic was helpful or beneficial to you. If it was, then I'm asking you to comment, like, share, and tell others about the podcast and share your feedback with us and let us know how this episode has been a blessing to you. All right, that's my time. And until the next episode, stay safe, wash your hands, wear your mask, and continue to social distance yourself. All right, you all have a wonderful week.